Welcome back to uh, Wow, You're Living the Life. You know, we've been here a, a few days uh, this week, and I'm your host, Jody Lynn Smith, and today I'm so happy to have Deb Coletti on, on the line with us for a wonderful conversation. You know, Deb is uh, one of those people that you just wish you knew. She's the girl next door in a lot of ways, but she's also a lifestyle consultant to the stars, the busy professionals, uh, even uh, served as a uh, former matchmaker for, you know, some of those nice wealthy businessmen that we see on vacation sometimes. And, uh, of course, the young actresses on uh, the screen and just so many people. But Deb is here to talk to us about uh, living life on purpose and just following your passions to be the best possible person that you can be. And I'm just so happy to have her here. Hey, Deb, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great, Jody. Nice to talk with you. Oh, thanks. You know, uh, you're you're actually on vacation yourself. Did I hear through the grapevine? And, and you're taking a little break. I am. To, I am oh. lucky to be sitting on Martha's Vineyard, looking out at uh, beautiful Lake Tajmo across Vineyard Sound. It's very, very, very nice. We're threatening sun here. I hope. Oh, nice. You know, yeah. it's, it's the the weather changes like everywhere. You know, I guess almost every day in, in Myrtle Beach, uh, where we're headquartered. But, uh, uh, you know, it's it's nice to you know touch base with people in other places. We're getting Myrtle Beach weather up here these days. It's so humid. We, we, we appreciate you Southerners and what you go through. <laughs> we have a whole new read. Well, you know, we're all about being inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. You know. So, uh, you know, Deb, I, I learned about you on, a, on, on a, the, the website first, but then the more I saw, the more I was like, wow. This is a woman that's really living the life. You know, you, you're, you're just like, a, you know, a, a girlfriend around the corner, but yet, you know, you're so real, you're down to earth, but you're doing so many amazing things. And I just wonder, like, how did you get there? <laughs> oh, boy, that's a story and a half. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's just kind of by the seat of my pants and um, finding out what uh, I needed and wanted in my own life. Um, I came from western Massachusetts from a family of five kids and my dad had a men's clothing store so we kind of worked at the store and learned how to be uh, industrious kids. I was, uh, there were four girls and a boy. I was the second girl and I was, uh, you know, I felt different at the time but I was pretty outgoing and uh, the entertainer and kind of pushed the envelope at every stage. So <laughs> from childhood on up I kind of, you know, went, okay, uh, what's next? And uh, always felt a little uh, pushing, pushing the walls and the edges. So, and that was, and that got me to uh, meet different people and do different things in business. Um, uh, I was in advertising for a decade. I moved out to San Francisco. I kind of ran away from college <laughs> in uh, Boston and went out to San Francisco at 18 and and started a life out there and uh, got into advertising and uh, lots of other businesses that I can go into. But yeah, um, ended up. Uh, designing homes or helping people get a be- beautiful homes and help people uh, have babies the best possible way. When I was having babies, I made it my business. Mm. Um, you got to tell me about that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, after the decade of advertising, I uh, got married. I was having children. And I said, you know what? I want to learn everything I can about it. Whatever I was doing, I needed to know everything about it. <laughs> it was like that was my passion for that passion. Mm. So I became a childbirth teacher and a labor coach. Um, and uh, I needed to stay fit, so I started an exercise business in San Francisco and went, okay, y'all, we, all, we all need to do this together, and it became a, a, a very successful business. I hired people far more skilled uh, than myself, uh, great female doctors and nurses um, that were delivering babies and could lend all their fabulous expertise to the business and uh, make me look good. 
um, and, and we all taught classes, which is really fun. Wow. Um, and that was a very cool part of Mike, and that was for about 10 years, too. You know, what, what's so interesting about what I just heard uh, in that, that, that sort of description is that, you know, instead of, uh, you know, being intimidated by what you didn't know, you embraced it. And you surrounded yourself with uh, people that maybe had strengths you didn't have and then used your strengths to kind of bring it together and, and really lift them up to a place that they can contribute. I think that's so fabulous. Did you enjoy it? I did. It was so knowledge was power and 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 and, and so imp- enriching for me, and it did, and it made me uh, stronger and more capable to get through childbirth <laughs> for myself and help other people uh, diminish the fear. And we all kind of share that as we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it became just something. It was in my DNA to be in service one way or another to help people do things the best that we can be. Um, and it became kind of the theme as I look back at all the things I've done and it's a wide range of things um, it really is helping people get their best delivery baby delivery their best home their best life um, mm. and that's where I am today which is kind of a common thread I didn't plan it that way I would like to say I planned it <laughs> but <laughs> it just uh, it, it was a divine plan but it was beyond me <laughs> so wow. um, but very cool how it's all kind of connected up that's so interesting. You know, have you had uh, several children? Was just the one, the one pregnancy, or, or where? No, I have two fantastic children. Sorry, mm-hmm. Carol. I always say fantastic. That's our least favorite word these days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a 29-year-old son who is in Thailand, actually in Laos right now, on his way to uh, back to Thailand. Mm. He is uh, an amazing uh, human being who has. Uh, you know, it's not like my life has all been cushy and everything's gone swimmingly. He is. Uh, he was a wonderful young child and went through difficult teenage years and uh, just had such a hard time and eventually went to college without going to high school. That's a whole story. Um, <laughs> we as parents struggled to support him and just he's so fantastic and graduated from college in May and uh, after five universities in 12 years and is now teaching over in Thailand and uh, coming back eventually, I think, because he's a world traveler kind of kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really got his feet on the ground and doing beautifully. So he's there, and I have a daughter in uh, New York City who is in fashion. She's in marketing and advertising like her mom and dad originally started, and she's 25 and, you know, kind of doing it the n- straight and normal way. She went to college, worked, got a job that way, but who knows, different strokes, and it, it all worked out. Yeah. Touch wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like your your sons are a free spirit, and 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 uh, your your daughter has uh, found a way to channel her spirit in in a way that that's really working for her. She saw it working her mom, and and maybe she's uh you know uh, following trying to follow in your footsteps in a lot of ways too. Well, they're fantastic. They're their own people, and we let them be their own people, and they are. Um, and we followed them as much as we could, and. Uh, did the best we could. Not always perfect. Made mistakes, <laughs> that's for mm-hmm. sure. But uh, they have turned out to be people I'm so proud of and I admire so much. Mm. You sound so like such a good mom. You know, I, all, all kids are different. I, I know I'm very different from uh, my brother and my sister. They're a lot more mm-hmm. you know, structured and rigid. I was always a creative uh, type of jumping into a lot of different adventures, so yeah, to what, speak, and all. So, What know. number are you in the family? I'm the middle kid. You are? Yep, there yeah. you go. I was middle for a minute before they had those fourth and fifth. <laughs> <laughs> and you cherish that, because, you know, we can kind of blame that. Like, we can blame, you know, being blonde on uh, our choices. We can blame that middle <laughs> child. It's, it's great, you know? Great. It is a good hook to hang on to. 
I can't tell what I'm using anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it, what's great is that, you know, I, you're obviously an extraordinary person. You've achieved so many things, and, and, and I know that our, our listeners love sort of hearing that you've got this ordinary side to you as well, and, and, and you're just like all, you know, just like the rest of us. And, uh, you know, that, that just is really what, what makes the, the world go round, I think. I hope so. I try to be. I try to laugh at myself, and I can't take it all too seriously. I've been very, very fortunate, um, but I've also um, had my knocks and had made my mistakes, yeah. uh, and will continue to, <laughs> and continue to go. Oh, look! Look at me! I'm on the ground again. Yeah, um, and that's, uh, and that's. I think is also what people see in me too. Is that um, we're not better than or less than. We're just all real, and human, and doing the best we can. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the the wow, you're living the life kind of name for my show came from people kept saying that to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just like you. I'm ordinary Joe. What do you mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because we don't see ourselves that way. And, and uh, you know, something I ended up putting in my first book was about, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm not living the life because of what I've done. It's what I've not let undo me. And, and uh, you sound like you've taken everything that's happened in you and sort of channeled into something positive. That's so inspiring to me. Yeah, I say to my clients and... And good friends, it's just, it's not what you do, it's who you be. It's really Ooh, who, who you are, you know, and and who you channel and, and bring with you wherever you go. It's, I can have a job and present beautiful things and have nice material objects, but that's not who I am and who I be. So, yes. and who, yeah. Now, I'm somewhat curious that, you know, you're, you are the, the, this life coach, and it, it sounds like, you know, you bring that sense of realism to, to some of your clients that have extraordinary and, and glitter this and glitter that everywhere. But, you know, ha- have you found that they're ordinary as well, or have you found and that they sort of crave that, that, that sort of yeah. everyday thing? Yeah. Absolutely. It's one of those. I came to it, uh, honestly, because I was living a, a life where I was had wonderful things and had, uh, you know, made good choices but also got had good luck and uh connected up with great people but i felt that i was not also leading a truly rich life and so i needed to walk the walk and that's when i got into i was you know i was helping people get beautiful homes and working with this high-end high net worth crowd who was also kind of it runs kind of thin i kind of felt a little empty and it was like i need to anyway so i got into coaching to better serve clients because i was more than just their project manager, owner's rep kind of thing, and I was helping facilitate all parts of their lives, and it was uh, it felt so much richer to me. So coaching became just an extra tool wow. for me to work with these great people who were looking, you know, they could sing, you know, they're major recording artists or directors or um, just fantastically successful people in politics or uh, Wall Street. <laughs> and, but they were going, you know what, I always wanted to be a concert pianist. That's what I was meant to do. Or I, uh, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I don't have the partner of my dreams. Uh, hence the matchmaking came into it. Um, and that was like, wow, I want to help you there. How can I help you? You know, and came up with crazy creative ways to facilitate that and see what I could do to help that. So uh, that's, I don't know, it's in my nature to laser beam in and go, zoom, how can we do that? You're, you're, you sound like you're, you're, you're fabulous at, at recognizing the needs beyond the, the, the thing that someone's paying you to do. And, and I know, and you said a whole bunch of things I want to talk about when we come back from the break. Uh, you know, you sound like to me like you might be a little bit like Hitch, that great movie. And, and uh, you know, I don't know, maybe a little bit like Lucille Ball, too. She's my hero. <laughs> Yay, I like that. I'll take that one. Uh, we're, we're going to uh, take a break here. Uh, this is the Jody Lynn Smith Show on and uh, hear women talk. We'll be back soon.
And my guest today is Deb Coletti. You know, uh, a lot of people know her as life coach to the the, the stars and uh, passionate entrepreneur. And and, uh, we're getting to know her just like a girlfriend next door. And, you know, I just love that uh, she's bringing her her real self and authentic sort of way of uh, maybe how you deal with your clients right to our show. Thanks for being with us, Deb. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love how you uh, you sort of describe your, your, yourself as, uh, you know, w- when you're talking with your clients and, and really getting in touch with who they are and what they're about, you know, you, you're sort of their advocate and maybe their partner in their decision. But then, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you, you know, you play the tough guy, too. And, and yeah. uh, how, how does that go? Um, well, I have a range of people that I work with, and it really is, I can, I'm sometimes a mentor and sometimes a tormentor. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a... I, when I became a coach just to get the tools, and I don't really consider myself a, a classic life coach and all of that. And there's uh, many uh, of them that are fantastic and far more experienced than I. I have life experience and other business experience, so I bring all of that. And I kind of am, um, I, I get involved. <laughs> I um, definitely uh, say more than some coaches do or should. Um, but that's mm-hmm. the type of client that that wants to work with me, and we get into uh, edgy stuff, things they may not want to hear but need to hear, and then maybe they'll say bye-bye. You know, maybe <laughs> Britney Spears, Spears wouldn't want to hear from me, but <laughs> um, but I think that's important that we uh, that we get real and uh, and uh, tell tell the truth. I'm all about you know I'm in trouble sometimes for it, but mostly it's. Uh, and, and said the right way, it's tough stuff with a velvet touch, I hope. Oh, um, that's very nice. Yeah. You know, because sometimes think, you, you do, you have to kind of get to that, that core thing, and, and I think that's the thing that, that we as women bring to uh, the big picture, and, and a lot of times we, we say, well, you know, we're working now, so we better leave that outside. You know, we got to be like mm-hmm. men, you know. And, right. Uh, <laughs> and, and we forget that, that that's our strength, and that, that's, that's how we excel is, is to really get involved with people and, and help them get that passion, you know, back in life. And, and you, you're doing it. I, I, that's so fabulous. Yeah, without judgment, because I don't care. You know, it's not for me to say whether you're right or wrong. It's just I can see you're hurting, and where are we going with this, and how can we, you know, where's the source of all of that? And not that I'm a therapist, P.S., I don't want to yeah. go there. But um, <laughs> but if we can see it and they know it, they know it, we work together, and it's really it's very interesting. And it really isn't to the stars and so on. It's to people. It's to real people. I've been lucky enough to work with, you know, in a, a whole range of people that are often... Uh, notable and uh, but humans that are struggling just like all of us and it's uh, you know it's very rewarding Mm. well you know and and I I find that interesting that that you've brought it into so many businesses the the one that you're really into now sort of kind of uh, combines all that I understand it's called design development and direction and you know I'd love for you to just uh, maybe sort of tell people you know how do you get to that place where you're that that coach and and uh, I'm going to call you an interior uh, designer because that's what it looks like to me, but it's, it's more than that. I know. know. People are so confused, and this will help yeah. clear that up. Um, and I try to, and that's why I hired a PR firm to help me clear that up because it's hard to describe what it is I do. Uh, the name kind of does sum it up. Um, I often start with a client where, um, for example, my mo- most recent one of my most recent projects as a director from Los Angeles who needed an apartment in New York. Um, I've known her for many years, and... She said, great, help me find a place. I can't be there. So I helped. I worked with brokers. I called the list, uh, showed her the top 10 places, you know, top 20 out of 85 that I looked at, helped her uh, finalize the deal and negotiate the price, 
soup to nuts, uh, bought it, rent, helped to renovate it. I renovated it. I actually pulled together the team. I'm like the project manager. Mm. So I brought in the architect, the interior, all of that. But in the end, clients like that often need, okay, now, who is the best uh, doctor in town? Who's the best caterer? Where do I get the, you know, whole life kind of um, mm deal, a uh, whole wow. life makeover in some cases. I've worked with clients out here in Martha's Vineyard where it's beyond just helping buy their 14-acre property for them and hire the whole team to transform it into a beautiful, you know, family compound um, 14 months later, 14 acres in 14 months. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. And but they needed they needed a, a personal chef. They needed a trainer. They needed a, a makeover, you know, how to dress, how to do everything. And it was and that's where I went, okay, I'm more than, you know, <laughs> uh, I, and I don't do interior. I hire specialists. I consider them, I'm like a generalist. I, I, gotcha. uh, I do the whole overview and I listen closely to what they need and want and then help them plug in and get involved in the, uh, some directional areas as needed if they need to get into the life coaching kind of thing. Mm. But it's all client driven. It's what they need and uh-huh. want. Um, I won't get them tickets to theater or, you know. Yeah, so you're, you're obviously a, a concierge, but, but not the, not really the hotel yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It's more in that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I know great concierges that can get them theater tickets and plane tickets and stuff, but we, we hook them up with the best and brightest in the field. That's what I try to do in my business, uh, mm. can do um, for people that ha- don't have the time, have the money, and don't have the uh, acumen. They, they just can't do it. They don't know how to renovate a house. They don't want to know. <laughs> um, that's what I've been doing for years. So oh. that's kind of how I got into design. I was buying and selling properties for my family and mm-hmm. renovating, and people would say, I want which, I want your house. <laughs> no. Well, can't find have me it. One. It's my Get space. <laughs> I know. Oh. And that became the business. So it's very organic <laughs> you know you you're absolutely one of those women that, that's living the life and, and really following her passion and, and I know we've got a lot of listeners out there that uh, you know, have this passion or have this gift and and mm. and are not sure how to uh, you know uh, get it started into something that, that they can really do more than you know um, uh, via a handshake or something like that and I know if anybody uh, does want to sort of call in and, and talk with Deb uh, you know I know she'd be happy to hear from you at uh, our line here is 646-652-2071. And you can also go on here, Women Talk, and, and, and chat with us, too, and, and, and share, you know, a lot of your, your thoughts and comments. And, you know, I, I just think it's so fabulous, Deb, that you are sort of, you, you see something, you're like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, no problem. I got that. <laughs> or maybe I can do that. Let's try. And uh, I, I come to it as I didn't realize I was an entrepreneur growing up, but I think I always was. And some people aren't. I was talking to a client yesterday who said, but, I, you know, I hear these people that can just think of things and do them, make them a business. I can't do that. And I say to them, well, hook your, whatever it's called, wagon onto somebody that does know how to do that. And, well, your skills are something they need, you know. And together, you, we pull each other together forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- and it uh, really, I think, would be something wor- that would work great for her personality. My personality is perfect for what, how it is I come to it. But it's not for everybody. Yeah. 
you're, you're willing to sort of in, embrace it and, and, and you're great at, at like sort of recognizing, you know, how, uh, how it's something that you saw in, in another person's life might at, uh, attract another. I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of, I'm somewhat curious, has, uh, has anything ever sort of gone wrong when you've tried to take it all on and say, yeah, yeah, I can do that? Have you ever failed in anything, for example? Oh, or? sure. Let me think of the, which one I'll pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Oh, that's stage career. No, I'm kidding. What <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one would do? Uh, so many. Um, oh, but I don't believe that. <laughs> mostly they're ones. I, I, I take a less than if I'm bouncing into walls. It's, uh, I'm not, I could never be an actress that would have to read a script and, oh. and remember lines. I yeah. learned early. One of the things I dealt with through and that made me stronger was that I realized I'm, I'm probably was dyslexic, undiagnosed, you know, 45 years ago. They didn't tell you that. Oh. They just told you you were a dummy. Oh, <laughs> um, really? That's, so, how they, that's yeah. how they handled it. They just said, you're not like us, so yeah. get out of here. They, yeah, you're slow. Put you in the slow track. And uh, my sisters were, you know, my older sister was speaking four languages at a time and could do, you know, spun circles around me. Went, okay, I'll just be the, you know, the entertaining, cute one and whatever. But it turns out that made me work harder in some ways. And uh, so, you know, I could never read a script or remember a script. And I remember at 18 going, dreaming at 12, I want to be an actress, whatever. (laughs) And and having all the flamboyant characteristics. But uh, when I realized you had to remember a script, well, never mind, I just wanted to be famous. And I got over that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, we we, we all kind of deal with that one. Famous, P.S. I don't wish anyone famous. (laughs) Not easy to be famous. I I, I am sort of in that same mode. You know, my my career was 25 years in PR, even though I I did it a lot of uh, uh, corporate America type thing. And, uh, (laughs) uh, but, you know, the thing is that I really realized I, you know, I like to be the back, you know, behind the scenes, the, the back mm-hmm. person. I don't need to the limelight, you know. I'm all about uh, showcasing and highlighting, you know, other people because, you know, it's that's just, true. it's just, it's just more fun, actually, you know, yeah. lifting them up. It's true. There's something about, I always say one of my best traits, I don't know if everybody would agree with me that knows me, but I handle jealousy really good. I really <laughs> want people to have as much or more than me. That's so great. I can have what I have and be happy and 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 be proud of you and make mm. you you know yeah. look great it it warms my heart to you know it fills me to wow. to have that yeah that's such um, a a positive outlook cuz you know i mean we, we let a failure you know that knocks us down you know sort of hold us back and and or you know there's that whole coveting thing you know your life's better and you know uh, maybe i shouldn't make that choice or take that step because i have to mm-hmm. sacrifice something i have and you know maybe that's okay cuz you're going to get to some place better yeah, that's right. That's right. But you don't know it at the time. And then my clients will say, oh, my God, how do we get through these dark days? It's so yeah. hard. And what does pull us up? And and will we ever, we're all going to make a, I'm not into tattoos personally, but if I were, it would be this too shall pass. <laughs> it's just, it will pass. Um, and we don't believe it when we're down and out. And uh, as an entrepreneur, I always say, it is like being an actor. You're never going to work again. You know, once the yeah. project is done, it's like, oh, my God, what, um, that's it. That was my best. Don't know. Um, but it does pass, and I, you've got to believe in yourself or know that other people do somewhere in there. So, Yeah. 
you know, what, what something that you, that you said earlier was like, you know, you, you have sort of, you know, you fall down, but you get up. And, and that's uh, sort of uh, what I say my, my call to strength is that, you know, I, I've fallen on my butt many a times. So I just seem to keep getting up because, you know, I don't like it down there. So stand up. Yeah. See what's You've there. had a range of careers. My goodness. PR, oh, yeah. now the radio world. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, you know, PR lets you do so many things. So I've done the mm-hmm. agency thing. I've done the VP thing and uh, grown the companies. And now I'm doing the starving writer thing. And, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, it's so cool. But, you know, we, we can chat about that. We're going to take another break. Uh, this is the Jody Lynn Smith Show uh, on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. And I'd love to take your calls when we come back at 646-652-2071 or chat on, that's on Hear Women Talk. with your host, me, Jody Lynn Smith, and I'm so happy to be uh, joined today by uh, Deb Coletti. She is a... Uh Entrepreneur and passionate, and, uh, and 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 sort of the girl next door. But you know, we, if you've been with us uh, the first part of the show, you know that uh, she's also an advocate for a lot of her clients, and, and sort of serves as a journalist to really help them live the best possible life. And maybe that's uh, through some interior design, maybe that's through life coaching, and and maybe that's through just pulling it all together with uh, the the details that they need. And, and and she does it for the the well, shall we call them the rich and the famous? Life is it sort of like lifestyles of rich and famous, or are you a little bit more than that, Deb? Uh, there are those, and there are um, those that are up and coming. I have I work with a singer-songwriter right now who is going to be a major, uh, I wish him success, not fame is what I tell him, but I'm sure he wouldn't mind some fame in there. Mm-hmm. But he is uh, just a fantastic young man who is uh, doing incredible work. So I put my full force behind him. And um, and I'm working with him, for example. So it is a range of people, wow. um, and that's what I love to do. If they're good, and uh, not everybody wants to work with me, and, and I'm not going to work with just everybody kind of thing. It has to be the right fit both ways, and yeah. uh, and they know it, and I know it, and uh, and and he is definitely somebody that I believe in. And if I believe mm. in them, what I often do too is I connect people with other people. I am a natural connector i have met wonderful people and all the work i've done so it's uh and i don't ask easily (laughs) to to get help uh for other people to help um each other but when i do it's meant seriously and taken seriously so it's really um very rewarding when it when it does work so yeah Rich and famous, there have been those. I can mention (laughs) a few names, yeah. Wow. You know, and you find that connection and you sort of build that relationship beyond the, the, um, I'm I'm not here to fix your life kind of thing, I'm just here to help you along. Is is that sort of what I'm getting from you? Is that that Um, what you do or what? I can't fix your life, but I can help you fix your life. Oh, yeah. And I can help you make it, uh, you know, we can make it pretty packaged, but, you know, where's the soul there? Where's the... Where's the spirituality for you or whatever you're looking for? Where's it out of balance? Um, mm-hmm. Is it in your uh, partner? Are you lacking uh, the perfect partner? Are you lacking uh, the perfect? You've retired at 30. I've had clients that retire at 30, and oh, my God, they need a house. And, you know, these young um, men that are uh, have a lot of money and don't know what to do with it, don't know yeah. how to date, you know, wow. how to behave on a date. So wait a minute, you you became like the the female hitch. That's we sort of uh, you I know, know touch of that movie hitches. I got to see. Hitch. Oh, you got to watch it. It's a oh, scream. Good. It's really funny. But you know, oh, it's got Will Smith in there. You know, and so he oh, does a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember hearing funny. about it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? What was really interesting, uh, you know, about that movie, and I, I'll bring it up just because it's kind of a nice segue into what, what we're talking about is that, you know. 
he was doing all these great things for his client, and, and he wasn't really living this that that life. And and it's how he did sort of complete his life. And you know, it's a kind of a girl chick flick kind of way <laughs> with some laughs. Mm-hmm. But you know, so so I'm curious. As I listen to you, you are living the life. The things that you you share with your clients, and and the things that you're sharing with a lot of our listeners here today is is how they, you know, things that have happened to you, and and uh, and and shoulders you've rubbed, and what you've learned, and what you've given, and you you want to share a little bit about that yeah i mean it's uh it has come a- along with just being um a good friend i think i've been a uh, i've been a good friend to very a range of people from my background my sisters and brother and good friends from where i come from and still hang out with and uh mm. to the rich and famous and martha's vineyard or south of france i mean i'm very lucky that i've been able to work that range, but I come to it as, I hope, the same person in every uh, case, and they see that and they know it, and um, they, it's being authentic. Um, mm. That uh, is what I think appreciate, and yeah. even if you've got all the money and fame of the world, you, in the world, you need real around you, and that's where I think people have gone, yeah, come into my world. I, can, yeah. I can't take them on my jet because I don't have one, (laughs) (laughs) but I can be a very good friend um, and have their back. Um, So... uh and you, you really sort of follow, you know, that, that authenticity is, is huge. And, and also, you know, I, I don't necessarily need to, to focus all on the, the matchmaking part, but just sort of sharing that, you know, so many women uh, certainly go through the, uh, a transition in their life where, you know, something's changed, maybe they're alone mm-hmm. for some reason, mm-hmm. uh, and they're getting back into that whole dating world, and there's so many different services and things that people can do. I mean, shucks, I, I did uh, It's Just Lunch, and that was a lot of fun, and, and, uh, yeah. but it wasn't, wasn't necessarily something that stuck, so to speak. <laughs> uh, it's such a you tough know, one. That's what I is. did get involved in that business because I, uh, I had clients that were so unbelievably fantastic and, and successful, but because they were so successful as women, they it was hard for men to feel comfortable dating such powerful women. And oh, yeah. they would end up, uh, we called it shrinking to fit. They would end up being with, um, you know, people that were not their match in some mm. ways. I used to say, you know, what are your three things? My, you know, or they have to match you in some way, adore oh. you and make you laugh? Yeah. Or, you know, and match you in some way was the thing. If they're a famous uh, actress or a producer and the guy is a carpenter, well, that works for a while. Yeah. But in a couple of years, you kind of get bored <laughs> with yeah. that and in each other. And she's too strong and he's struggling to go to the parties and keep up with her fame and we all see that every day in people we magazine. Do. Yes, we <laughs> um, do. So it really is Well shock some of us yourself. some of us live that too. I mean, you know, I, I did the executive yeah. thing and uh, yeah. you know yeah, I got divorced when I was, you know, big big shot and I couldn't date and I didn't understand why. I was just like the regular regular girl. I know, you know? I'm just me, but you're an alpha or you're you're successful or you're yeah. and it's hard. And we don't want to be emasculating but unfortunately sometimes we can be. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> And it's not that we have to dumb down. I hate that. Yeah. But there is your match out there. So yeah. anyway, I did, this, I did this crazy thing, and I reached out to a, a company I saw, probably on Oprah or The View, and I called them, and I said, you don't know me, but can we, can we chat? <laughs> <laughs> I represent a lot of very cool, notable people that shall go nameless uh, who are single, and they would never call you. They could never call you. Right. And uh, I'll be the veil for them to get your high-end men Um Let's see if we can work something out. And they loved it, and we tried that for a while. I did help some people, but I have to say, I have my faith in the 
matchmaking business that was about seven years ago with a very high-end leading matchmaking company left something to be desired. I was not impressed with the integrity of the science. Mm. <laughs> there really is no science. Yes. And yes. it was a numbers game, and uh, so I really couldn't stand behind it. I ended up uh, working with them for a while, you know, helping uh, kind of interview their New York-based people. And I broke my little heart hearing these people's stories and not really being able to help them. So it was oh, like, gosh. no. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so that was my... Um, but I'm always in the matchmaking business. I'm always looking for... Uh, somebody for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is so interesting that you know there's there's so many uh, you know needs out there that that can be met or, or not be met, and, and you just sort of you have to have that authenticity and that integrity and and, and that passion, and you know, be willing to walk away if it, if it's not right for you. Not necessarily that it may not be right, right for somebody else, but you know what? That's not for me. You know, I, I right. I, and I certainly try to. Well, I tried a bunch of them. I, I did sort of find Mr. Lovewell recently, so I'm kind of you happy. Did. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, pray pray for me, whatever. We'll, we're working on that one. So That's good. No, what what, did the, what angle worked for you to find somebody? Yeah, well, you know, it, it was a couple years and, and lots of lots of nice, you know, nice nice people in between, but, you know, just not the right, right. match. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I, okay, I'm going to admit it. I did it on eHarmony. I did it. Yay! I'm glad you admit it because most people do admit it now, yeah. and most people do that. Yeah. And if you don't, you're crazy people because that's how it works now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, who wants to hang around a bar or go to whatever, exactly. you know? Yeah, and, and it, it does take a little bit of that, that fear. Out. You know, but, but I like what, what you're doing. It's like, you know, you put that, that personal touch back into it, and, and uh, I think I, I, that's what I appreciate, and, and imagine all your clients would as well, so... Try to and keep it real, or just keep it. You know, I'm foul. I mean, I've got my my stuff. I'm I'm now uh, single myself. Back oh. in the days, I was working in matchmaking. I was happily married, and yeah. and going, wow, this would be hard to be single. Gosh, yeah. you know, in my next life, I'm going to come back as Angelina Jolie and do whatever I want, <laughs> be with anyone I want, and stuff. But it turns yeah. out I could do it in this life. So. Wow. Yeah. You see, I know. You know, and, and you have this positive attitude. Obviously, you're so you're healing. You're moving forward in that. But you know, it's it's like it happens, and it happens. Yeah. To, no, to it's all a lot for of good and. And uh, never easy. I don't recommend it for everybody, but it was yeah. the right thing. And um, very um, happily unmarried and, you know, uh, probably will stay that way. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as you say never, you oh my God. That's, you do. <laughs> that's what happened to me. I said never, ever, ever. Could sing a song. <laughs> I, I am still single, but I, it's actually a joke. I took a walk on the beach, you know, and I was like, joke. I said, okay, God sometime in the next three to five years, I mean, open to the possibility of maybe considering it a little. Yeah. And, and then, there and you go. He, I must have cracked God up because then Mr. Lovewell showed up. He's like, ha nice. <laughs> I got a plan. There you go. <laughs> so I you never I know. Be, yeah. I want to be as happy as I am today for the rest of my life. That's my goal. That's so awesome. <laughs> Whether it's married, unmarried, I don't know what that means. So, yes. That's um, it's about being happy. Yeah. Um, it's a choice, you know. I had I yeah. had this phenomenal woman on uh, yesterday. I'm, I'm, this is the cool thing about this job. I get to meet cool people like you. And yeah, yeah. And uh, you. I got this uh, mural tool. She was on here, and and she her big thing is about happiness is a choice, and it's so mm-hmm. simple, but yet it's the thing that's important to us all. And and uh, you know, it's it's where we decide to be. Yeah. Right, and hard to see, and I, I love that, and I also hear people out there calling people, because I know you're say, uh, saying it to yourself, and I like to talk about what we think, but don't say, but I like to say it, um, but they're saying out there, really, but how do I just think happy, you know, yeah. choose happy, it's hard to choose happy when you're feeling like crap. That's true. Um, and that's, 
really digging into that when you can't leave your house or you you're afraid of you know oh my god all these tv shows now about hoarding and and dis- disorders and oh my gosh it's really important that we talk about this and look into this and is it an epidemic or is it just that we're seeing it and talking about it but what do we do about it yeah um it's it's just not right it's not yeah. okay yeah, you know, I, I think you're you're absolutely right to, to sort of identify that as is the you know a critical point and, and just really saying you know what, I there's things that I can do there's things that I can I can recognize in my friend but maybe it's harder to recognize in me and uh, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it, it, the girlfriends have such a way of of sort of reaching out and and uh, you know helping each other in, in in things that they don't necessarily know that they've got strengths in and and you know what you just said is is right on track you know mm. yeah and it's. Uh and I'm, that is my biggest passion and where I want to go with everything I do. It's this next level of getting that word out there and why I'm going to be doing a radio show and hear women talk, which is That's very great. exciting. And it, it'll be about living a truly rich life and beyond wonderful things and going beautiful places. But what does it mean to live a truly rich life, a life on purpose oh. as much as we can? And uh, to me, it is about helping women, men. My son is the most wonderful feminist young man who has mm. got the temperament of a Buddhist monk. He's just fantastic. <laughs> and, uh, and so he just wrote me a letter from Thailand thanking me. It was, I, I, I wish I could find it to read it because it was like, Mom, a short note just to say thank you so much for what you gave me uh, uh, to know about myself, to know about women. Uh, I'll tell you more later, but um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously he met a great woman. Yeah, it's gonna, it sounds like he's, he's met oh like God. a picture of his it mom. And, like, you know. thank you. It takes 29 years to get these notes, but we'll take them. <laughs> wow. You know, you've nurtured his, his spirit in, in so many wonderful ways, it's obvious. And he sounds like a sensitive soul. And, and you know, ah, He's amazing. He's, yeah. not, that's, that punished him for many years, but it's serving him very well. Wow. <laughs> it's a good thing. Uh, most of the time. <laughs> yes, I hear that. I- I'm so excited that you're going to be doing a show on Here Women Talk. You know, the, the founder, Kay, I mean, she is all about reaching people and, and uh, you know, touching them in places all over the world. Maybe we'll be uh, reaching out to whoever Miss Miss Lovewell is in, in Thailand with your son. There and, you go. And some other, you <laughs> know. She some, might be from crazy. Australia. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. I've always wanted to go there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Gosh. Isn't Kay wonderful? Kay is fantastic. Our, our broadcast, our radio founder. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she is, and she is doing so many uh, good things for people. You know, it's life on purpose for sure, but then she's also mm-hmm. helping people in, in crisis and, and in happiness and in mm-hmm. passion. And and uh, on that note, and shout out to the boss lady, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is the <laughs> Jody Lynn Smith uh, show on the Zeus Radio Network for Here Women Talk. We'll be back in a moment with Deb Coletti. And I'm so happy to be joined by Deb Coletti. And, uh, you know, she's identified herself as a uh, uh, life coach uh, to the, the, the stars and ordinary girl next door. But, you know, she's also so much more uh, uh, been involved in property development, been in, involved in being an advocate for a lot of fabulous clients, just get their life to uh, another cool place. And, and, uh, and, and she's living that life. And, and I'm so happy that you're here to share some of your expertise and your, your good stories, Deb. Welcome back. Thank you. Nice to, that's a great chat. We're close and along here. <laughs> We're, 
Time, well, time does kind of go by, you know, when, you, when you're just hanging out with girlfriends and you're, you're sort of chatting and, and all that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, you, you've had so many good things to, to share with us. And I, I love your new company, too. I mean, Design Development Direction, it's, it's the, a whole new concept. It's entrepreneurial in spirit. And you just want to tell us a little bit about where, where you're headed with it? Um, the next step for me, it's been really in operation for probably 10 years or more, one way or another. It used to be on purpose. Uh, uh, Inc. Doc, uh, on Purpose Inc. Incorporated, which was more about the life, lifestyle consultant, and then the, um, the design work the, uh, was separate, now I'm merging them together. They've been merged together under, under design development direction. Mm. Um, and now it really is going to more of the uh, talking about it and sharing it and doing this broadcast uh, radio show. I also have a, a potential, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but a TV development sh- show under development. I'm signed with a production company who came to me and said, what you do is just what do you do? And so interesting <laughs> and different, and, and it could be a show. I don't know what's going to happen. I have writers working on it. It's got to be right and good and quality and all of that. It's not going to be Housewives of New Jersey. I can promise you that. Um, <laughs> That's good news. Be, yeah, I know. I know. But I like this message, and I like about being about um, leading a truly rich life, having nice things. I am not about not having nice things, but also doing it and how you behave and how not to behave. <laughs> um, that's how I raise my kids. Look, look how they are behaving. That's how not to behave. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do <laughs> that. <kids>. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's not do that because that's where you're going to get the consequences in the end. That's not cool. And in my fancy life that I've lived and seen and people around me, I see some real bad behavior. Um, and I've behaved badly, I'm sure, so mm. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I don't like it. I don't like yeah. when I do it. I don't like when I see it. And people don't, I think. Our world is ripe for going, let's knock it off, Britney yeah. Spears. I keep using her. Or even Lady Gaga, who I think is so talented. But just stop. You don't need to go over the top. Right. right. Um, and I wish my singer-songwriter, Jamie Kent, to be, you know, uh, fantastically, and he's grounded, and keep him grounded. Mm. Um, so it's about that, and talking to people, um, and showing how not to behave, and and, sh- and catching people doing something right, not wrong. Um, so, because when you watch those shows, those Housewives of New York, it's it just makes you. It, it it's like watching a train wreck for me. It's like you can't stop watching, yeah. but it doesn't make you feel good. It's yeah. bad for you. It makes it makes their mean. Yeah, let's not be mean. <laughs> well, you know what? It's so funny. You know that that the the whole idea of, of being mean and not caring. I mean, that is sort of the the way of 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 the world in a way. But and there's even some programs coming out on the the TV show that's like, hey, let's all talk about you know lies and life gone life gone bad. I'm like, you know what? I want to talk about life gone good. That's that's what that was a whole idea. That's the whole idea of my radio show is ordinary people doing extraordinary yep. things because you know what? There's good yeah. news out there. And, yeah, and, and we can talk about loving it. that, Jody. I think that's great, and that's what I'm all about too. And we need to broadcast the broad, big and wide. Um, catch people doing something right. You know yes. how we best raise our kids. Yes, not telling them how bad they are and stop doing that. None of that. It's <laughs> like so awful. Um, and and I have to say, I love Madeline Albright's uh, quote, which I use all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a special place in hell for women that don't help or support other women. And we need to do that better, too. Oh, I, you know, um, I really like that. That's fabulous. Yeah. Ugh, I just live by that. And we need to 
pull each other up um, and have each other's back. And, and we usually do. I like to think we usually do, but we really, if you watch those shows or you read People Magazine or you read all this stuff out there or even look in our own neighborhood, yeah. that doesn't always happen. It's actually we can be our own worst enemies. And what is that? What is that about? Yes. You know, I, I have a, a lot of favorite uh, quotes that I get from the, this uh, source. And, and, and one I just happened to, you know, I just open it up, you know, in the morning and, and check it out. And it said, you know, the, the, what I stumbled on was this, but then I will bring um, healing and, and health to people everywhere. And I'll, I'll heal them and I'll let them enjoy great peace and safety. And, mm. and, you know, I mean, people bringing that to everywhere, that, that could be your neighborhood, that could be yep. the subway, that could be the food lion or, uh, you know, Whole Foods or whatever, it is, whatever place you, you know, you get your, your other nourishment and, and life routine. But, <clears throat> and people need that. a receipt. That, that reminds me of my mom being part of this one on me. She, she's in, uh, been part of a lot of things, some good and some not so good, but one of them I just totally admire her for sharing when we went to the toll taker at the massachusetts turnpike she would say when that guy gives you that ticket at the toll booth is making what 250 an hour at this yeah. time i was 12 or 8 she said say thank you and give him a smile it will make his day it was like you know what i do that and i, I everybody needs a receipt whether they're bagging your groceries or just say thank you and a smile or, or have a quick conversation it's like that means so much to every human being to be noticed you know and to be appreciated. Um, I think we all deeply need that. And uh, thanks, Mom, for that. It was wow. important. You know, I think you, you definitely hit a, a couple chords here because the chat line's going crazy. And I've got all these people like, bing, 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 bing. Oh, oh. Come on in. Yeah, I want to say this. I want to say this. So, I mean, you know, I, I think we're, we're kind of right there. They're like, wait a minute. Hey, she is real. She's been talking about this for a while. Wow, you know. Uh, you know, people, people want, well, one of the ones uh, is from, from Jane, and she wants to know, uh, were you born into a privileged family? Or, uh, you know, how did you get where you are? That kind of thing, I think, is where she's headed. Um, I was not. I was born into, my dad was uh, half Italian, but that dominated. My mom's Irish, English, kind of. You know, I thought we were up, we were middle class. Uh, we were in very middle, middle class. And um, he inherited a men's clothing store that was kind of self-made uh, by his father that came over on the boat through Ellis Island. So, you know, humble beginnings in a way mm. we weren't poor, but we worked at the store. I went after school and, you know, ran the cash register at the men's clothing store <laughs> with wow. my sister. And, uh, you know, yeah, no, um, lived in a nice town, but uh, was not a fancy kid. Wanted to go to the boarding school and prep school and stuff, but could not. Um, went to regular, you know, town school and everything and, and pulled myself up and out by just dreaming <laughs> and yeah. pushing. I was a little pushy, probably, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think uh, you know, w women sort of uh, get to that place where we can be a little pushy, and, and, and then, you know, we get a little pushback from somebody, and, and we can feel yeah. like, a, like maybe, well, we failed at that particular um, venture, if you will, and, and maybe we did, and we just maybe didn't come across in, in that, that way that was caring. Learn how to do it better. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And learn what worked and what didn't work. Yeah. You know, we talked before about, you know, sort of just uh, whether or not, you, you know, being dyslexic was something that you didn't know you had. You just knew that you kept running into walls that people mm -hmm. wanted to do things a certain way. And, and you found a way around that, you know. Have, have you ever uh, found another time in your life where you were, uh, you know, feeling extraordinary and then one person maybe said something to you and, and took oh you in a different gosh. direction? 
well, all the time. It's about who do you think you are slap in the face that, yeah. you know, you're, I'm always ripe and ready for. <laughs> and it maybe is from that childhood where my mom would say, do you think you're pretty or something? So, yeah. you know, putting makeup on in the mirror. And she did, you know, because maybe I did think I was pretty. And mm. that really stuck with me. And I, I still, um, I've had to work hard, thank mm. you to my therapist, <laughs> um, to fight that demon. Um, and uh, fight above it and beyond it. So that's always with me, even, mm. you know, taking on these businesses and talking to you now and talking about my work and uh, taking on a radio show and telling my friends and, and probably foes out there who have said, oh, who does she think she is, you know, oh. um, which, you know, I've made some uh, many, many friends, and I'm sure some people will say, you know, elbow out of the way, girl. Um, <laughs> and I've been a lightning rod. I say what I think, and that's not always popular. All right, I've learned how to say it better. Let's put it, not not always said it well. Yeah. <laughs> so, it kind of um, learned through the the good times and and of it. I know yeah. You uh you yeah. you and I were chatting on a break about uh, three things that that you tend to tell you know people and, it, and it's about getting real and 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 uh, you know one was like a, a lifestyle reality check. Do you you want to if you share a little bit about that? I, I know some people are asking me about you know what she do and how to, how does how does she uh, you know what's her work schedule and and how does she you know make it all work oh. it's going crazy so i'm just trying to summarize oh, like like six well, right or seven now. chats in one question here well if you could see me now i'm sitting in this camp looking out to and that is so basic it's probably when do we get electricity in 1930 or something whatever that was <laughs> this camp dates back to that wow and this is the uh, leading a truly rich life meaning i've gone full circle back into this i used to own a home here in martha's vineyard that i sold last year and I'm now a renter and loving it. And in mm. a very basic, it does have a hard-line telephone, but nothing else. It's a camp. It's got windows that open up. The walls open up with screens on it and uh, uh, probably 500 square feet. And that keeps me real. I oh, did a yes. yoga, yoga meditation walk before I got this call and try to sit and feel where I am in my body and remember where I am and how lucky I am. Think about my kids and I think about where are they, how happy are they. Mm. Yeah, you're only as happy as your least happy kid, and that grounds me wow. um, and my great friends and mm. people that support me. It's uh, they keep me real. Mm. <laughs> wow, you know, and do you, do you do you find that you end up working every day, or do some of the um, passions that you have for for keeping it real uh, keep you from really doing that twenty four seven thing you must have done as an as an exec before? Yeah, well, I did have those corporate years, and, and that's where I went out as an entrepreneur, and it, it was much harder to work part-time or think I was doing an entrepreneurial part-time as a full-time mom, too. Yeah. Um, but I still worked around the clock. I do have to be careful when I am full-on on a project to calm down, sleep well, and uh, and stop working. So that is a fine balance. I can't say I'm perfect at it, for sure. And I need to get hit upside the head going, okay, we're going for a walk now. We're leaving, <laughs> you know. So I uh, can't say it's perfect, but I think that's just being passionate. It goes with the territory. Mm. Um, Marla, Marla wants to know, she's chatting in now, she wants to know, uh, well, that sounds nice, uh, you know, but are you doing it with an assistant or, or are you doing it on your own? <laughs> I, I have assistance from a lot of great people and, and it's growing, but I don't have, you know, no, I don't have an entourage. No, I don't. I do a lot, most of it myself, and I bring in specialists as I need to. And that's what's great because I do have a team of people, um, independent contractors that I bring in as needed. But I'm the point person for the client. I'm the one that converses with the client, uh, sets up all their whole, whatever it is they need and want. I am the go-to person, and then I uh, hire the best person for the, for the client. Mm. 
and then we all interface, but I'm kind of like the the filter um, and the go-to person. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, it's it maintains the the quality and for the client and, and depending on the specialty. I hire coaches to work with my clients. I'm not necessarily the coach. I have far more experienced coaches wow. that should be with particular clients, so I don't well, you, you know, are absolutely. You know, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, I am getting those hand signals from my producer saying we're out of time, and this is cool. The chat line's going crazy, and everything's happening. So I can't wait until you are hosting a show here on Here Women Talk uh, Radio. That you're going to be awesome, living life on person, uh, on purpose. Excuse me, and uh, as a coach to all of us, Deb, I've enjoyed getting to know you. I appreciate that we're uh, we're new girlfriends, and looking forward I look to forward to meeting it. you in person. Very very cool story, Jody. Yours and I, you and I parallel. A lot and thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate having you. And this is the Jody Lynn Smith Show on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. And uh, we'll be back next week with more While You're Living the Life. Thanks for joining us.